0: What's going on? Welcome to another episode of My Games Uncut Radio. It's your host, D-Maze. We in the building. And yes, it's early, 6.52 a.m. in the ATL. Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, but a short one. You know what I'm saying? But how y'all feeling? How y'all living? This morning episode is sponsored by BatterUp.com. BatterUp.com. That's B-A-T-T-E-R-U-P-P. BatterUp.com. They got some of the best batter for fish chicken and other meats check them out at batterup.com you can go to amazon and type in batterup.com yeah man so we're gonna talk about black rock (laughs) yes black Rock. some of y'all probably never heard them before but you know we're gonna get into some things and make it do what it do have you gone to the beauty supply and tried
1: absolutely
0: every hair growth product in the room and still left with your hair growth and 911 then it's time you switch on over to that real. Try a Ciri here You can reach us at S-I-R-I-Y-A-M-A-L-K-I-A.com and start your hair growth journey today. Major financial institutions have teetered on the edge of collapse, and some have failed. As uncertainty has grown, many banks have restricted lending, credit markets have frozen, and families and businesses have found it harder to borrow money. We are in the midst of a serious financial crisis, and the federal government is responding with decisive action. So I propose that the federal government reduce the risk posed by these troubled assets and supply urgently needed money, so banks and other financial institutions can avoid collapse and resume lending. This rescue effort is not aimed at preserving any individual company or industry. It is aimed at preserving America's overall economy. In January issue, the bailout was far bigger than the Federal Reserve let the public or even members of Congress know at the time.
1: During the 2008 meltdown, when the government bailed out too big to fail giants like Bear Stearns, AIG, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, who did they hire to analyze and clean up the mess? Another giant financial firm by the name of BlackRock, led by a very well-connected billionaire by the name of Larry Fink. BlackRock was awarded these key government contracts to help with the meltdown with no competitive bidding while being enveloped in secrecy. Basically, Larry Fink was hired to be the manager of Washington's bailout of Wall Street, even though BlackRock is one of the biggest shareholders in the same banks they were helping to get bailed out making larry fink the most
0: now that's interesting (laughs) you heard that part right yeah and the plot thickens
1: powerful man in the post bailout economy fast forward to the 2020 pandemic Rick, quick question for you, So We're right. just getting word from the Federal Reserve, and this might be boosting the markets uh, even more this afternoon. They are talking about the details of their corporate bond purchases. And the Fed making history today and for the first time ever a began buying corporate debt ETFs. The unprecedented move driving an explosion in the corporate debt market. We are committed to using our full range of tools to support the economy and to help assure that the recovery from this difficult period will be as robust as possible. But again, as I mentioned, the Fed two weeks ago began and buying individual corporate bonds, and we just got granular detail about what types of purchases it made.
0: See, this happens, but well, this happened right at 2008. You remember the bum was in office when everything pretty much, you know, everything pretty much went downhill, and a lot of folks lost their jobs. And I was one of those people too. Who actually, lost my job. And yeah, man, we was, I think we had, we joint unemployment for two, what, two years, a year, something like that, but yeah, these people came in at the right time, and remember, y'all, a lot of this stuff is already pre-planned, you know, they just been, it was just waiting for the right opportunity, now they're here, BlackRock. Yesterday,
1: And who did the money printer of the U.S., the Federal Reserve, hire to manage their scheme to buy corporate bonds? Basically, they were bailing out corporations that had too much debt to withstand the pandemic. You guessed it. They went right back to BlackRock. Even though, again, the same corporations BlackRock was helping to bail out were the same corporations that they own some of the
0: biggest stakes in.
1: Keep in mind, though, these are just the top 10 holdings. The whole list, which the Fed has published on the New York Fed website.
0: So the top 10 holding, um, holdings in Fed index. we had Toyota, Volkswagen, Delmar, AT&T, Apple, Verizon, General Electric, Ford, Comcast, and BMW. Just throwing that out there to y'all. Let's continue. site
1: includes 794 companies. So, yes, these are just the top 10 by holdings, but there are hundreds of other companies that could be part of the Fed's portfolio as well. Larry Fink was the most powerful man in the post-bailout economy, and now he's arguably one of the most powerful men in the post-pandemic economy as well. And yet, despite all his considerable power, the general public has practically never heard of Larry Fink, with BlackRock barely coming into the public eye during the recent claims that they were buying up single-family homes.
0: And that's why we're trying to tell y'all, especially my people, y'all, don't, don't come up here telling you got power. Like they said, they never heard of this man Larry Fink. I never heard of him. He just popped out of nowhere. Well, he's been around, but now he let his presence be known. So y'all just learn from this. Just learn from this.
1: That's because Larry is smart. He's intentionally kept it that way. He spent the last 33 years building BlackRock into the biggest asset manager in the world with over $9 trillion under their management. Not billion, trillion with a T. Today, BlackRock's clients include the retirement accounts of average everyday people in the form of pension funds. They also have sovereign wealth funds as their clients, other central banks, college endowments, if you are a and Fortune companies.
0: And looking to draw attention to your brand, we have an open audio ad slot on the nation's first B One or None morning show. Good morning from Africatown, LA, broadcasting nationally from Africatown, Los Angeles. You can contact us via email at gmf at gmail.com again that's gmf at gmail.com and one of our hosts will get back with you promptly we look forward to partnering with you
1: millions of individual investors they're one of the top shareholders of many of the biggest publicly traded companies like apple microsoft facebook and even other major banks like wells fargo and chase and to put their $9 trillion into perspective, the 300 largest pension funds in the world only hold a collective $6 trillion. Vanguard, the behemoth behind mutual funds and ETFs, trails behind BlackRock with only $7.1 trillion under management. And if you put the big three asset management firms together, BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, they control a collective $15 trillion.
0: Roughly. A- hey, uh, that's crazy, man. These people run every damn thing. $15 trillion. dollars God damn it.
1: Equivalent to nearly 70% of the U.S.'s GDP. And Larry Fink has done all of this largely in the shadows with just a few occasional interviews and appearances on CNBC. He's like the wizard of.
0: And what I always tell y'all, always move in the shadows. Stop up here act flexing like you got it, but you don't have it. And then that's a problem with us. We up here right around thinking because we got nice cars and houses and we can go to these, go on these nice vacation. We doing something, man. Y'all, it's a whole other world out there.
1: The man behind the curtain, as William Cohen puts it, a former investment banker and author of House of Cards, an account of the Bear Stearns collapse. This is BlackRock, what some call the most influential financial institution in the world, the world's largest shadow bank and perhaps the company that owns the world. When Larry Fink was asked by Bloomberg if it's true that he's the most powerful man in finance, the man responsible for $9 trillion tried to convince you otherwise. That, quote, I don't think of myself as powerful, end quote. Is that true? Does BlackRock own the world? Well, it's a little bit complicated.
0: Wow, he said it without saying it. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs)
1: Larry Fink is no doubt an accomplished man, that's pretty bald. Yes, even a billion dollars can't reverse a head that's already gone bald, unless you take preventative measures before the balding starts happening. Did you know two out of every three guys will experience some form of male pattern balding by the time they're 35? Not when you're 68 like Larry, not when you're 50, not even when you're 40, but 35. And according to my YouTube analytics, 35 is creeping up real quick for a good chunk of you. And the best way not to go bald is to do something about it while you still have hair left. That is where today's video sponsor comes in, Keeps. Keeps is a subscription service for hair loss. Has been called the world's largest shadow bank. The question is what makes someone build something this big? Larry Fink is known as the guy who always wanted more than he had. Friends have called him obsessive, paranoid about maintaining control. He's been regarded as someone who knows the markets inside and out and understands business backwards and forwards. But it took him a massive $100 million loss to get to this point. Larry majored in political science at UCLA and got his start on Wall Street at age 23. Having that edge in politics would later play a crucial role in him being the de facto middleman between Washington and Wall Street. He received off. Man, at
0: 23, c that's why I tell y'all build. Listen, you, you gotta have a vision first before you can be able to, you talking about power, first you gotta have a vision. This guy had a vision at 23,
1: damn. First of the top investment banks, but decided on First Boston, where he worked on structuring and trading bonds, which sounds incredibly interesting. He rose up the ranks quickly and within a decade, he became somewhat of a legend on Wall Street by helping develop the debt securitization market, where loans like car loans, credit card loans, mortgages, would be bundled together, sliced into pieces, and sold to other investors. If this sounds familiar, it's because these are the same mortgage-backed securities that led to the 2008 meltdown. But before that happened, this securitization of debt was considered.
0: So he caused the chaos, God damn it.
1: It was really innovative and it transformed the face of finance. All of a sudden, if you're a giant bank or pension fund or whatever that wants to invest in the housing market, you can now invest in a mortgage-backed security made up of thousands of hopefully safe loans. Larry Fay created one of the main tools that led to the meltdown, and he was also the one the US Treasury hired to clean it up. His interest in policy and strategic wizardry helped him gain a reputation as a true investment mastermind. And for that, he was rewarded. Larry was making bank and received a ton of accolades. At just 31, he became First Boston's youngest managing director in history. Many even thought he would go to run the firm someday. In total, he helped add about a billion dollars in assets to First Boston's bottom line. But then, the rising star came crashing down. Shortly after one of his biggest wins, Larry lost $100 million for his company. A miscall on his hand resulted in trades being wiped out, as well as the hedges designed to offset those losses being wiped out. And overnight, Larry went from a hero to a toxic asset that should be avoided at all times. He was ostracized, his reputation went up in flames, and his colleagues wanted nothing to do with him. He was forced out of the company he spent 12 years making around a billion dollars for. While a catastrophe like this might mark the end for many people, that wasn't the case with Larry. Instead, he used it as ammunition, vowing to never find himself in a position where he didn't understand the risk he was taking again. And in 1988, he was 35 and hell-bent on rebooting his career. So Larry co-founded the Blackstone Group, along with now-billionaire investor Steven Schwartzman. They started off with a $5 million line of credit. Fast forward to 1993, and they were crushing it with $20 billion under management. But in what some would call a- You
0: see how he bounced back, y'all? This guy, see, and that's the thing, too, y'all got to realize, you know, these guys, they lose millions of millions of dollars and still bounce back. You know what I'm saying? These people are powerful, man. And we, we're going to listen to a little bit more. Then we're going to break, you know, we're going to kind of get to the end of this because I told y'all that how long I right, listen to a little bit they more. Power struggle between Fink and Schwartzman,
1: where two super strong personalities collided, the two parted ways and Larry broke off to found BlackRock, channeling all his pain and trauma into growing the firm at a staggering rate. By 1999, it went public for 375 million. By 2004, it merged with Merrill Lynch, adding half a trillion dollars to BlackRock's assets. And today, it's at 9 trillion. While the size of BlackRock is impressive, what really sets them apart is their software platform called Aladdin, basically a supercomputer they use for their clients. Aladdin is a network of 5000 computers BlockRock uses to monitor millions of trades and analyze their clients portfolios 24 hours a day to perform risk analysis. Hi, it's Aladdin is Mimi so Cares widespread for today care. that it's basically the we central nerve. Currently
0: accepting new clients. A few benefits of Mimi Cares is that we are affordable. We help the client become more comfortable at home with personal one-on-one care. Services that we provide is skilled and non-skilled nursing, companion care, covid care, assistance with meals, and nutrition and some transportation services. You can reach us at Mimi Cares Personal.org. Um, the office phone is 678 973 9782. Again, Mimi Cares Personal.org. Thank you.
1: Service system for many of the largest players in the investment management industry. And for them to be able to offer the service, they have to be granted access to sensitive data from banks, insurance companies, pension funds, and other important institutions all over the world. This high-end computer farm literally goes over every possible scenario and pinpoints anything that could possibly go wrong, allowing their clients to make the best investment decisions. And it's through Aladdin that BlackRock actually oversees more like $21 trillion worth of assets instead of just $9 trillion. And that's just from a third of Aladdin's 240 clients, which means that one company, BlackRock, has an eye on the equivalent of at least 10% of all the stocks and
0: bonds in the world. There it is so the new the the new the new players in the game (laughs) black rock yeah y'all can look at some Y'all can y'all can you know google it y'all can you know pull it up and just get your own do your own research on it but i can imagine the people that's involved in black rock so let's go to the comments y'all know how we do let's see hold on Uh, let me see let me see i really hope this gets re oh let me see y'all i'm gonna go to them long ones larry fink and black rock are the best realistic sound sound sounding villain names i ever heard (laughs) but here we are yeah let me go to the replies let me see somebody said I would like to see some cities of where you got the info that they are creating issues to make them money. It could very well be true because power can easily corrupt. But just stating that they are bad because they are rich and own lots of assets is not an accurate representation. Mm. That they have definitely used their power to their advantage. I don't. Den- I won't deny. Yeah, I mean, people. That's what they do. I mean. Somebody said, I think Larry found out that the only way to win forever in the casino is to be the house instead of the gambler. Boom! I like that. Oh, man, I like that. <laughs> Somebody said, the forest was shrinking, but the trees kept voting for the axe as it, hand- as it handled, was made of wood, and they thought it was one of them. Okay, Turkish proverb. Hmm, that's a proverb. I got 116 replies from that. Uh, I'm trying to get the short ones, y'all. Somebody said the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people he doesn't exist. Yes, we heard that one before. So, is he the devil? <laughs> man, listen, y'all. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Blackrock. Yeah, man. And then they showing they were showing scenes from billions, like the show. Billion they put in them, they put in the movies, they put in the shows, y'all. So y'all can kind of, it they, they kind of throw it in your face, but you y'all, y'all look at it for entertainment, entertainment purposes and stuff. But they be throwing it in your face. There's a lot of like the, the movie Wall Street with Michael Doug. I think Michael is it Kurt Michael Douglas. Yeah, they talk about it in there, and it's a lot of movies and shows. Uh, what's that? What's the what's the movie? Uh, with the boy Leonardo DiCaprio. Um. Uh, the walls of Wall Street. Yeah, they put it in all that, y'all. But anyway, I'm about to get up out of here. Um, yeah, I gotta get the moving. But I'll see y'all on Monday. Peace.